0: Roach Roach Coach Podcast. All day,
1: all day, every day. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. We got a very special Who's Tweeting episode today? Double down. We've got two guests with us. Two guests, one, you know her, you love her, it's the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And longtime friend returning guest, Ashley Woolsey. Yay!
0: Hey.
1: We are talking about concert experiences today on the show, because we've all been going to shows, except for you, Matt. Right. You've been strictly the theater of the mind. Right, exactly. <laughs> I put on Dream Theater. Mm. And oh, then boy. I just close my eyes and <laughs> dream about turning it off. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's tough, Matt. We got to get you out of the house, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Petucci's a god. Uh, anyway, we have a lot of things to talk about today. The first thing we want to talk about is that, Ashley, you and I, a couple weeks ago, got to attend Louisville Loves Emo in Louisville, Kentucky at Headliners Music Hall. We were... On the guest list. Let's brag about it a little bit. Wow, you were a plus one. We get to go up and say, we're on the list. And they said, going to need some ID. And we're like, we got it, baby. We We got it. 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 Here you
2: go. It felt very exclusive.
1: Let's walk it through, Ashley, this experience. These are the same gentlemen who, you know, we just had them on the show. They put on Louisville Loves New Metal. We both went to that, had a great time. So we were kind of comparing and contrasting this evening to the New Metal night. Let's start with you. What was your overall on a, on a Louisville Loves Emo Night?
2: Um, I had a good time. I definitely listened th- there. They played um, songs and songs by bands that I haven't listened to in forever and ones that I completely forgot about until they started playing. So that was fun. Um, yeah, overall, I had a pretty good time.
1: Okay. I say, yeah. For me, there was a lot of music I did not know. We were going through the playlist. I was, I was turning to you a lot, going, "What is this? Who is this?" And and you were giving me the education. Um. Uh. And so I wrote down the set list here. They were. They did five sets, you guys. Five sets. They did five sets. Wow!
0: Wow! Wow! Okay. And How th- long was each set? We're going to find out. I'm asking questions well, well, that are about to get answered. Well, Matt,
1: let me tell you. So we got there at 730. We parked, because this is a crucial part of any experience. got to talk about, about, about the parking. We parked in uh, Ashley's uh, preferred spot, which was free, just around the corner. I missed it initially. She yelled at me. We found it eventually. We got <laughs> it. It worked out. We get in there. It was, I'd say, a little fuller initially than the new Metal Night.
2: For sure, we we um, got our same spots that we had at New Metal Night, which is near the bar. And that night, we had I feel like pretty good space around us at all times. But on the emo night, especially in the beginning, it was like really crowded. And Lauren kept moving to like go throw something away, and he wouldn't tell me and I'd be like, "You got to tell me your spot's gonna get taken. You have to let me know." There's people just swooping right in there.
1: Yeah, it was it was intense. We had to really lock down these spots at the at. at, Lauren. at the, <laughs> Yeah, man.
3: Lauren, how much stuff do you have to throw away? Don't get swooped. Don't bring your garbage to shows. <laughs>
1: guys, guys, listen, I don't want a illegal dump, so I take all of my old receipts to concerts and I throw and them away that's there. That's how Ashley. you get
3: off the list. You're like, this guy just brings his trash to the show. <sighs>
1: You Listen. already
0: have a guest in the vehicle. It, cleanup time has
1: passed. No, Matt, Matt, I saw I saw a free range trash can. Okay. And it was
0: <laughs> it, wow. it was one of those classic <laughs> I was like free range trash can. I had these
1: old JC receipts. I'm like, now's the time. And she's like, where are you going? You're gonna lose your spot. And I was like, free range trash can. Anyway, they did five sets, you guys. Uh show ran uh eight. I mean started uh doors at seven. Show started, I'd say right around eight ten. Um, yeah. and ran till right around 11.15, so basically the same amount of time as uh, the other one. So the first set, and I don't have all the bands, but there was, um, was it Foxbat was one band? Yes. Yeah. And Requiem was another band that played. They had rotating singers for all of the bands as they did before. I'll just run you through. This was the first set was A Day to Remember, the song The Downfall of Us All, Paramore Still Into You, Avenge Sevenfold, Backcountry. Country, Fall Out Boy Dance Dance, My Comical Romance, The Ghost of You, Fall Out Boy Saturday, Bring Me the Horizon, Can You Feel My Heart, and AFI Miss Murder. Any highlights for that for you, Ashley, and that for opening set?
2: I really enjoyed the Miss Murder just because I really was like into that song whenever it um, came out. I was, man, I don't know, 15, 14, somewhere around there. So that one was the one I had the most connection to. What was interesting, especially about that set, you can kind of tell the people who organize it, I think, are just slightly older than me because what they listen to is a little different than what I listen to in like the emo scene. Like they listen to more like a lot more like dashboard confessionals, which comes later. And I listen to some of that, but like the music I listened to was more panic at the disco kind of era.
1: I was really blown away by the woman that did The Ghost of You, My uh, Michael McElroy Romance. She basically like did like a gospel turn on it or something like that. It was pretty incredible. I was surprised that they did Still Into You by Paramore, which felt yeah. too new, even though it's a 10-year-old song. Yeah. Uh,
2: I also felt like, I mean, it, it's... It's an upbeat song, but for the beginning of the show, I think they should have done one of the songs from Riot, like Crush, 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 or Misery Business or something then, I think would have been a better um
1: option well, well, we had, i do
2: like that song yeah
1: when we had them on the show i mean they they were talking about that they didn't want to repeat themselves they wanted to try new right. things and i can tell you that i totally respect that and we got some definitely some interesting choices here but i can tell you that that audience was primed for a misery business because when the dj played it in between sets i was at the bar and it started and everyone around me flinched like oh it's happening and then realized it was just the dj and then they stayed at the bar like people want that song like i think you i think you could re, you could play that one every emo night and they would they'll they, be fine no one's gonna complain yeah people people love that track i thought of the yeah i think the my chemical romance was probably the most impressive um i'm not an invent Sevenfold guy but their uh the rendition of backcountry was pretty good they did a male female duet on that one but it was definitely like okay we're getting a little bit more deep cutty we're not doing all the obvious stuff and mm-hmm. the band sounded great these bands, man, I mean, I, especially when they did Bring You the Horizon, I'm like, you got keyboards, you got a lot of action going on in there. Nailed it. Nailed it. So they had a little bit of technical difficulties at the end of Miss Murder. They pushed through. They got through. Set number two, acoustic set, whose name was Gyler and they did dashboard vindicated rise Again," swing life away and death cab i will follow you into the dark and that one was basically based around like the sing-along part of it i'm not a big dashboard guy how'd, how'd you feel about that one ashley
2: um i love that song that's one of the dashboard songs that i like was really obsessed with it and know every word (laughs) too, so i really liked that one and then we talked about it the night of but the death cab for cutie song i love that song it's like one of my favorite songs i love ben gibbard i know he's probably a douche but i love him
3: (laughs) (laughs) i feel the same way like there's no way you don't suck but maybe maybe he doesn't I don't know. I don't,
2: he seems like he's probably a little insufferable, but he he writes really good
3: music. So I, completely I give completely agree. Yeah. If anybody <laughs> knows Ben Gibbard personally, mm, yeah, and you want to give an honest opinion, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, no stands, Secretly. honest opinion. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No all, the, all the Ben Gibbard stands come out of the woodwork. Listen, they can't <laughs> even see the keyboard because their bangs are all swooshy in their eyes. Still. So. So, yeah, and then also I believe one of these sets, I can't even remember the band anymore, Ashley, but you told me about it, and now I'm, like, obsessed with this song title, The Curse of Curves.
2: Oh, yeah, it's cute as what we aim for. Mm. Uh,
1: What is is the key line in there?
2: I've got the gift of one-liners, and you've got The Curse of Curves. It's...
1: (laughs) isn't that just the male female dynamic oh baby men are from mars <laughs> women are from venus
3: <laughs> yeah that
2: one they played the the music video of when they was it when they were trying to figure out their tech issues no it was
1: yes. it was just straight up in between sets yeah oh
2: just in between sets yeah. yeah um and uh lauren can attest i knew every word to that song still i loved loved them like they have um, two or three albums and I probably know every single song on the album still like I listen to it so much.
0: I have never it's heard of this song. song. I've never heard of the band. I I, the, I looked up Curse of Curves, hit enter and the picture that shows up from Google of this guy this, is like yep. very much of a time and of a place. Yep, it like, sure is. I'm like who, who, who is this beautiful man with this swoopy
2: hair? And the whole music video is just them sitting at a long table like with drinks in their hand, And they're just sitting. And that's the entire music video.
1: Yeah, wow. it's amazing. He's sitting there. He sings the whole song like that holding the drink. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> and meanwhile, it keeps cutting to this woman who just sleeps looking angrier and angrier and angrier as the video goes on. Wow. As he's just singing... Like, you got the curse of curves. And she's like, Oh, I'm so mad. Wow, that's uh,
3: relatable.
0: That's yeah.
1: like, oh, how many
0: dinners <laughs> have we been to, Dinner right? At the Socha
3: House. That's what Mitch always says to me.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, he, he keeps trying to zing you. What? Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> did he get you through all that negging? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a big pickup artist. He wore before like even.
3: really interesting textures. <laughs> he had a black what light in his hat? pocket. He kept, yeah, yes, kept peacocking. <laughs> oh yeah he continues to peacock oh yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah he just randomly steampunks out of nowhere oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of goggles in the social Tons of goggles way. lots of top frightening
3: hats. frightening yeah sometimes just a big like bird mask i'm like whoa all right
1: <laughs> feather boa for no reason that's good your daughter's super into it oh, <laughs> yeah. she loves it she's yeah. like mm, more goggles daddy
3: yeah that's what those were her first words
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> Set three. <laughs> Set three of the night was Fox Pat. Uh this was the rundown. Taking back Sunday, cute without the E, cut from the team.
0: My favorite. Cohid
1: and Cambria, A Favor House Atlantic. Panic much. at the Disco. Lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes off. Mm-hmm. Jimmy World mm-hmm. Sweetness. Under Oath, Writing on the Wall. Chiotos, Baby, You Wouldn't Last A Minute on the Creek. They used the taste of ink and say anything alive with the glory of love. This was a very up and down <laughs> set for me. Peaks and valleys in regards to just my personal taste. Um, I would say just about everybody did the work. The woman who did Coheed. I'm not a coheat person. And they, this woman came out and she's like, this is my favorite band. And then she crushed. She crushed it. Guy who came out and did Jimmy World Sweetness kind of. There was a brief moment where I'm like, this guy peaked the night too early. Because one, it's sweetness. And two, he crushed it. I mean, we were we were kind of like after that, and there was a brief moment where we're like, how do they follow that? And then they did an under oath song, and I'm like, I don't know this song. So for me, that was kind of like an up and down, but I could tell once again they were dipping into all sorts of nooks and crannies. Nooks and crannies. Like they weren't, they weren't doing the obvious stuff. So I I kept having to go like they're doing deeper cuts. If you're like in the scene, it's it's like you're getting you're not just getting you're not just rolling in and getting like Fallout Boy, the obvious ones, like you're getting Chioto's. Well, yeah, and I think
2: it's a, since we didn't attend, sadly, the other emo nights, you know, we don't know what they have played before. So, like I said, they're probably, you know, going for deep cuts because they don't want to repeat stuff. So all this stuff, we're like, oh, I wonder why I didn't play this. They probably played at one of the first three for mm-hmm. four or whatever many that they've had.
1: Yeah. So the, uh, Jimmy World part really kind of a real highlight. Also, I wrote in my notes that the used performance of The Taste of Ink that they ate – these are notes I took while at it. Wow. Yeah. I did have, uh, what this, we were we drinking? This
2: set I feel like was, um, had a lot of really good, like performances. Like out of all the sets, this is probably the one that had like the most in a row that I was like, Oh my God. Like they're phenomenal. Um, they're doing really good and they were doing really hard songs.
1: Yeah. We were also, we were drinking, what, what was it? High noons. Yeah. High yeah. Noons. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. They did not have any white claws. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Tough, tough. Yeah. I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> thank you. I'm praying for you and your time. <laughs> thank difficult. you, thank you.
1: I, I went and got drinks, and she goes, "Oh, high noons." I'm like, they didn't have any wine claws. So wow. Yeah, that's a hard time. It's tough. Yeah, there are no laws. Then I the went drinking to drinking claws. I mean, it was tough for her. I mean, it was really tough for Ashley. I put her through it that night because then I, I walked away to throw a bunch of JC receipts away, and she was like, "Where is he going?" You know, yeah, it sounds like, like a it sounds like a hard night. Yeah, it sounds like you out of the corner of your eye
0: you saw a free range trash can, and you're like, gotta go.
1: <laughs> it was just sitting there, and there was. No one was using it, you guys. I cannot stress. This thing was open. You could oh, see the bottom. It yeah. was like a fresh bag.
3: Fresh bag. Oh, fresh bag. I was love a fresh to, bag.
1: Like, ignore a fresh bag? <laughs> I love
0: that that came up.
1: That's uh, beautiful. Uh, uh, yeah, they closed with Say Anything, Alive with the Glory of Love. They once again had some weird technical difficulties. They pushed through. There's video of me singing along with this that I initially – I took a bunch of videos and posted it on the Instagram – uh, you can hear me so clearly on these videos <laughs> that I've not posted them because no one needs I, that.
2: I was so self-conscious. Anytime you'd pull your phone out, I would because I was singing along to a lot of the songs, and then I would just be like.
1: Uh I like, I don't want to be <laughs> background <of> that video. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm loud and clear on that one, but yeah, I'm not, people don't need to hear me on that one. <laughs> then set four uh, was another acoustic set. Plain White tees Hey There Delilah, Avril Lavigne Complicated, Paramore The Only Exception. This one, She
2: did really great, yeah, I thought. Yeah. I loved this acoustic set.
1: It yeah. was really, really good. Yeah, the, she really, I mean, she really brought it home. The audience was there for Hey There Delilah. Like, mm-hmm. they were, they like, Did a circle, everybody joining hands, locking arms. Always happy to hear Complicated, an all-timer. And Paramore, Only Exception, yeah, that's that's one of their, I think, best ballads. So, takes us in to set five. The used, pretty, handsome, awkward, Paramore, Decode, Panic at the Disco, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies, Head Automatica, Beating Heart Baby, 30 Seconds to Mars, The Kill, Taking Back Sunday, Make Damn Sure, Pierce the Veil, King for a Day, and the finale, My Chemical Romance, Teenagers. Ashley, how'd you feel about set five?
2: Well, I liked the, the how they ended with teenagers and not like, welcome to the black parade. It's nice to hear a different My like, Chemical Romance song every now and then than that one. And they had a balloon drop, and that was really fun. And then you know i have some nostalgic feelings for the for the kill lauren kept calling it my favorite song it Um, is your favorite song by your favorite band i really like that song yeah by my favorite band i'm a huge 30 seconds from ours fan um (laughs) not really but i did like that song whenever it came out and i remember the music video for that song was like 15 minutes long or something ridiculous and it was like jared leto with a samurai sword or something jared
0: leto went over the top on something
2: yeah, I know. Isn't that so unlike mm-hmm. him? He
0: did a little too
1: much, a little too much. Very unlike him. Yeah. What
0: a, what a wonderful,
1: weird human being. <laughs> <laughs> the used song that they opened with, neither yeah. of us recognized, and but then we were immediately like, "This is the crusher of the night." Like that was, I'd say, like the most like pit activated. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. The the singer uh for that was like like the exact voice that you want to hear like do an emo song he had it it was great it's um yeah the, the used I liked a lot but it was like one specific album and I was thinking about it and it's really because when emo music was like at its peak I was very young and had no money so I was relying on you know the library and what my friends had. So it was like a very limited like selection of music that I had. So it's like, oh, I loved The use, but only this one album because it's the only album that I could find. But once it started, I was like, oh, yeah, I have heard, heard this song before. Yeah, that guy's voice was killer. It was, he did such a good job.
1: Yeah, he was great. Paramore Decode, let me tell you, the Twilight Heads lost their shit. Uh, they did. They did. Right, right, right. They they went bananas. Uh, Matt, are you familiar with Decode? I am not. Uh, well, it's in the first Twilight, and if you drop it for the right demo, they're gonna lose their goddamn minds.
2: Matt, you've probably heard it because I didn't real. I've never seen the Twilight movie, so I didn't know that, that it was in that movie. And uh, Lauren had been like, "Oh yeah, they'll play the Twilight song," and I was like, "What's the Twilight?" So like, what are you talking about? But once it played, I was like, "Oh yeah, I fucking know this song."
0: All right, one second.
1: I Matt, do you feel about risking it all for a sparkly vampire right now? I, I missed this one in, in its entirety. Matt, that dingly dingdly guitar started, and people were like, get away from that free range <laughs> trash can. Get to the front of the stage. Decode is happening. People were amped. The Panic of the Disco song this was part of a contest they had that night for one person to do karaoke to a song. This woman picked this song. And she knocked it out of the GD park. Wow! They, she
2: didn't. She didn't pick it. They picked it.
1: Oh, I thought she picked it. Oh, okay. No, no, well, no, no, no. okay.
2: Because they were Ron saying that they, they, they said it's a tricky thing to do because you have to find a song that's uh, everyone knows, which is difficult in that genre, and a song that is plausibly singable, which is also difficult in the genre because it's so. There's a lot of the songs are sung so high that it's hard to find people who can actually sing them. And so that's why they picked that song.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, she came out, and I mean, at one point she didn't even need. They had the lyrics on the screen behind her, and then I think she didn't even need them anymore. And she had no, a top yeah, she hat. Was, she, was, she was she
2: was really great, and she had like a surprising <laughs> amount of stage presence for someone who was just like pulled out of the audience. Like she was really really good.
1: Well, that's awesome. I, yeah,
3: I'm sorry. Did you say she had a top hat on?
1: She, she had a top hat. Yeah, she
3: did.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, yeah. was like she peacocking? She, they, <laughs> well, then the guy said that she that he. Did not give her the top hat. It was her top hat.
3: Then yeah, we, we can't be surprised at her and a, and, a, and a jacket. She
2: had like, um, you know, in the Panic at the Disco I yeah. read since that tragedy video uh, where he's wearing like he's dressed like a circus ringleader. It was like a jacket like that and a top hat. So I maybe they do the same karaoke song every time. I don't know. <laughs> so, so she's very, wearing prepared.
0: she's wearing a quarter coat with tails, with epaulettes and a top hat. Correct. Yeah,
3: basically.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: Killer. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: All
3: right. I like Chef's this guess. picture. I, this is very different from what I was picturing. I like it.
1: <laughs> when they did Head Automatica, beating her baby, I was very excited because I love Head Automatica and in the vibe in the room was once again, yes Lauren, you love Head Automatica. I was like, "Man alive, <laughs> Head Automatica." And then uh I I um I had been playing some of these songs uh for uh for Amy and she said to me that uh, anything she heard with Dara Palumbo's voice, she said this man needs to stop working. She was so anti his voice. It was amazing. Ooh, who, who is that? Daryl Palumbo. I don't know who that from is. From Glassjaw.
3: Oh, never mind. I totally know who that is. listen to their... Let <laughs> women be yeah. bad at their jobs, Laura. <laughs> All right. Don't worry, Jenny. be bad at job.
0: I was over here practicing the spiral of silence. Wow.
1: Jenny's like... Uh, Daryl Palumbo, mm, sorry, not familiar, not familiar. I got Jenny. Jenny, I'm gonna let you fill up all. Uh, goddamn Thank dandelion. you, all thank right. you, right to the top, right to the top. <laughs> yeah, we talked about 30 Seconds to Mars, Ashley's favorite band, and their favorite song, The Kill. Um, I believe 15 minute music video is a is a recreation of The Shining. I believe that's what that is. I Ooh. don't think so.
2: <laughs> I don't. Re- I remember there being like. Samurais and stuff. And I don't. I'm not
1: saying topic. it's a shot for shot. I'm saying that, like, <laughs> okay. listen, if Jared Leto's going to redo this shiny and he's like, you know what this fucking thing needs? Samurai. <laughs> Samurai. <laughs> Get that saggy old lady out of that bathroom. And just put
3: swords in there. Sit with some swords. <laughs>
1: that's listen,
3: a, that's I'm a classic yeah. That's a guy move. A, yeah, it's a tarot card.
1: That's the thing. Mm. That's why you don't go back to your house after you sell it. All right? Because you might have this room and it was this beautiful room. Maybe that's where, like, your baby would live you know the baby's crib was and you go in it now and the some bachelor took it and it's full of his swords now you know <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this used to that.
0: this used to be a nursery now it's a bathtub full of swords <laughs> that's right that's an emo
1: lyric <laughs> <Right. Damn. laughs> write this down that's that's yeah. <laughs> oh, God, my hand broke i can't <laughs> so um awesome. take you back sunday make damn sure that was an immediate Everyone up, everyone off the bar, off the walls. We're here. Yeah. We're ready. We're hyped. Pierce the Veil, King for a Day. Don't know the song. Don't know this band. Hmm. Pierce the Veil? Uh, I've heard of them, but I'm not familiar. Neither. That, same, that's, same.
2: that's the same. I've yeah. heard of them, but I was like, I don't, I don't know the song. <laughs>
1: yeah. These guys went super hard uh, all the same. I was, I was like, all right. They know it. They're in it. And then, yeah, My Chemical Romance Teenagers, they did the balloon drop. People were into it. They loved it. As Ashley said, I was thrilled that it was a different my chemical romance song. I was like, "Yeah, they got they got a few, they got a few." And then and then we were on our merry way. And then we got a, I got a, we went to what we went to the back door and I got a quesadilla. All right. yeah. And uh, that was the night. Overall, I mean, it was. I mean, they they ran into a couple technical difficulties, but they rallied. The audience was there. I mean, I'd say they retained the audience for the whole night. Uh, for the most part and uh, yeah,
2: yeah yeah, I will say for me it felt a little long but I complain about the length of of everything like mm. movies I'm like they're too long I just everything's too long now so I would even say books are too long I'm just <laughs> I just like to complain about how long things are so maybe if they would have shaved a half hour off of it that would have been optimal for me but uh, yeah they had so many good songs to fit in I, I get it and they're giving people their money's worth so that's that's important.
1: It's very true, yeah. You definitely got your money's worth with it, and the, and the vibes the vibe was good. I, I would say I didn't really see anybody from New Metal Night, there didn't seem to be a ton of overlap.
2: No, yeah, I don't think, so, except for a couple of the musicians that I like we recognized. And there's definitely more women in this crowd, which is a, a surprise, I don't think, to anybody. Um, but there's young kids again there, which again, it's kind of surprising, and there was like a good chunk of like teenagers which i wasn't expecting them to be like you know listening to emo music like it doesn't seem like it's throwbacky enough for teens to be listening to it but they were there and they were activating the pit and all, all the stuff in the in the middle
1: yeah yeah they were the young people the young people they're yeah. still they're coming out the they're youth com- the youth you know Gene
2: simmons <laughs> What are you, One thing we have we haven't talked about that was in the beginning mm. a little bit much was the fog for the first half. They finally like adjusted it in the second half. It was fine. But at one point I turned to Lauren. I'm like, I can't even see the stage because there's so much fog in this room right now.
1: You got blasted with the rock fog. <laughs> they rock fogged it God. a lot. And I was like, this is. A lot. And then I think, yeah, when uh, when the uh, I think the guy went up to do Miss Murder, he was like, I know you're out there. I just can't see you because it was it was so much. And then I think well, actually, I think you went and went to the bathroom. You said it was even in the bathroom. The bathroom. Yeah, just, it
2: was fog city. In
1: there <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so they, yeah they tamped it down a little bit but listen you, you're hyped you're getting excited you're running through the opening of the set you're back there just holding that fog button down and then somebody just got a radio like jim uh lead back off the fog back off yeah. the fog buddy we, taking
3: dramatic love peace.
2: the enthusiasm but no one can breathe or the uh fire alarm's about to go off
0: <laughs> Great effort, but it's now rock smog.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So overall, a very good time. I definitely want to go to the next one. Now, just knowing that the level of deep cuts, it really does, like, it's it's exciting and like, I don't know what's going to happen next. You know, I don't know what they're going to give us next. But I do think, yeah, do misery business. The people want it. The people need it. Their bodies are shaking. Oh, also uh, the other one, actually, that you said they definitely should do is Metro Station. Shake it. That also lit. Oh,
2: oh my god! Yeah, they played the music video in between one of the sets, and I was so excited. (laughs) I love Metro Station back in the day, and every word of that song I knew. And I'd say most people, everyone was like dancing and like that was a that was a crowd pleaser when they played
1: it. Yeah, people were definitely jumping around, getting crazy. So yeah, so overall. Another winner of a night for the Louisville Loves team. Louisville loves emo. They nailed it. Lulu loves new metal. They nailed it. What genre next? They're threatening ska. I don't know if I'm going to go to that <laughs> one. You, you have to. I have to now? You have to. I have to go to that one?
3: I Maybe I have to go
1: to that I one. I think oh. that's you and me, Jen. Yeah. yeah,
3: I think we have to go to <laughs> and Louisville. And we'll give you a report. Get us what on else? the list. <laughs> I'll tell you.
1: Well, wait. Okay, hold on. Do we think they're going to have. Free-range trash cans at that one? You <laughs> never know. Okay, all right. Boy. I'll go. I'll go. Because let me tell you, I, I got a bunch. Listen, receipts, they just keep coming. I keep buying stuff. Mm. And they just keep filling my, uh, you know, my console in my car. So
2: I, After going to this one, though, I am interested for the next Louisville Loves New Metal just to see if they go, like, deep cuts with that one and if I would know any of those songs, like, at all. Because, you know, my knowledge of new metal is only through this show really and so it's like all the all the ones that ever all the bands and songs that everybody knows so if they get into any like deep cut limp biscuit or whoever i'm going to be like
1: i don't know what this is right right yeah <laughs> well then then i'll have to turn to us for guidance you know? I'll be like, yeah. you know i'll be like this this song's called nookie you know <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> real deep cut
1: <laughs> real super deep cut. deep cut super deep well Ashley I know you've got a role thank you so much uh Yay. for coming on to talk about yeah, thanks uh for having me again. absolutely yeah and uh we'll have you on back soon for our not yet announced exciting 2024 features so that's right all right okay woo
2: all right all right, all right. Bye. bye bye
1: all right so the next thing we need to talk about is Jenny you have also been going to shows.
3: I have been, yeah.
1: First question. What's the yes. trash can situation over there?
3: Uh it seemed like there was a lot of trash cans at each show. Oh man. Um, I didn't throw much away. Okay. All right. <laughs> Pretty okay. regular garbage pickup where I live. <laughs> not to brag. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. yeah, oh yeah. they show
1: up early or on time to pick up your trash at the curb? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's wow. my, my tax dollars at work, yeah. Mm, Classic right. must be nice. Must be nice. It is nice. It's it must really be nice. nice. All right. So <laughs> at this concert, along with incredible trash cans, you yeah. also saw two <laughs> legends. Yes. Which okay. one would you like to start with?
3: Uh, we'll go in chronological order, Okay. which uh, the first legend I saw was Mariah Carey.
1: Oh. Uh. Mariah Carey. Yes. Was uh, it just a year ago or two years ago that we did the Mariah episode? I believe it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I believe if you are started listening to it two years ago, you're just about getting done with it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah. She uh, does a Christmas tour, basically um that is you know holiday
1: themed she's the
3: i guess she's the queen of christmas you know
1: that's what i'm hearing when did that pivot happen she was not the queen of christmas when we were children
3: i don't know but it seems to be like very cemented so i'm guessing i was just experiencing her in a different way and that was
0: happening Hmm. well it is that thing of all i want for christmas is you crossed a border like, it was already a good Christmas song in the 90s when Correct. it came out. 90s, yes. But then, like, Christmas songs come back every year. So it's like 30 years later, you're hearing the song and it reminds you of your childhood Christmases. And it's like,
1: oh, yeah, this is our white Christmas. Like, this is literally our white Christmas. Could I, could I take one slightly marketplace slash cynical take on this? Ooh, uh-huh. which is that Mariah Carey was not moving the units with new music anymore and needed to pivot. And this is like a good way to be basically relevant every year without having to take the take the chance on like new albums because I don't think she's put a new album of like her pop music out since like 2018.
3: It's been a long time i I'm gonna go somewhere in the middle of what you all are saying, and I just think she made she saw an opportunity and made a smart decision about it. Mm-hmm. She, Mariah
0: Carey classically knows how to put food on her family, mm-hmm.
3: oh, yeah, her whole family was there. All her kids were in the show. They all had their own parts, and some of them sang with her. and wow. some of them had like a band. One of them came out like rapping. They were dancing. so it was it was a family affair. yeah. I mean, she was probably like, I can, if I say I'm the queen of Christmas, here I come every year. It's easy money and good for her because she knows what she's worth. And that came through loud and fucking clear at the show. It was incredible. She took her fucking time. She had, speaking, I know Lauren, um, I'll tell you right now, if you're ever sitting next to me and you have a screen up, I'm going to read whatever's on your screen. I have no respect. I can't help myself. I get it. So I was reading Lauren's um, Lauren's list from uh, Louisville Loves Emo. And it made me laugh because it was like in parentheses next to some songs like technical difficulties. Mariah did have a little bit of technical difficulty at the top. And the way she handled it was just like to see a diva like that in action was incredible. Cause like you see Beyonce and she's like working her ass.
0: Off. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah.
3: Mariah was definitely not. She was like, <laughs> I am moving slowly. I have somebody walking next to me at all time, holding my hands. I'll have my glam come out and touch me up. I'll just walk away in the middle of a song while other people are dancing to change my shirt slowly. Like, <laughs> she was just like, okay, I'm here. That's what you get. Like, you know what you're getting. And I everything was like... Everything
0: purposeful, everything with intent, but nothing in a rush.
3: Oh, oh, no. There was no, there was no rushing whatsoever. True
0: pageantry.
3: Yes. She... uh apparently was having some technical difficulties with one of her like earbuds or or whatever I don't know what happens in these shows but she was just like something scary is happening I'm not hearing myself in my left ear is anybody working tonight we're hearing feedback we don't want this kind of feedback we only want good feedback and I was like oh my god oh it was like The way that she handled it was so funny to me. It was like, oh, it was amazing. Um, She did like lots of like very like, you know, religious Christmas songs. I think she's a pretty religious person. Um, She also did like a lot of her just like normal songs like which I wasn't expecting to get any of them um so she oh did, wow
1: so she she did a medley she
3: did a medley yes
1: uh yeah we had the medley here always be my baby dream lover honey heartbreaker a no- no it's a rap emotions make it happen and fly like a bird which then ran into we belong together into hero
3: yes and her daughter sang hero with her which was really cute. Um, and you know, I know that we had like a contested uh quality of we belong together conversation <laughs> in Last Mariah which made me laugh because it was amazing and I was so glad that she played it. Yeah, she was just like a true diva. Apparently her uh piano player is from Battle Creek, Michigan. And so she just kept saying, born in Battle Creek, Michigan, <laughs> like repeatedly. And so my, I felt really bad for the people sitting next to me because I, so we went with like a small group of friends in, but I was on the end next to two people who were really just there to like ring in the holiday season. They were very subdued and, you know, they just seemed like they were there to be like, christmas is upon us and i was just cackling at everything because everything was like over the top and ridiculously funny to me but like i understand from their perspective why it wouldn't be so i was just like loudly cackling the whole time and um the people sitting directly behind i could hear them talking the whole time and the woman kept like kind of singing along giving like little like Like, like coming along with it. And, and they would talk about what was happening on stage. Uh, they were talking with a keyboard player. And they were like, lovely player, lovely player. Oh yes. He's uh what did he, what did they say? Like he really knows his way with his hands or something <laughs> like that. And it was like, wow, uh, it wow. was, so I was just losing my mind the whole time. And also it was at a uh, little Caesars arena in Detroit, which, um, the amount that I was willing to pay for tickets, I said it has to be like under 150 mm-hmm. Um, And for that, you had to be really high. And at Little Caesars Arena, if you are not rich, the, oh, s- my the God. steepness of it yes. is... Just it's so intense. So the first like half of the show, I was trying not to like cry or vomit mm. while all of this was <laughs> happening around me. So I was just laughing because that's how I deal with any emotion. Um, so the people, the poor people next to me, probably were,
1: you know, wondering what was going on with me. I, I mean, I do like that just tying this a little bit into when we went to Disturbed, where we were also mm. crying, laughing, cackling. And being worried about people being mad at us. Maybe that's just us at shows now. We're just reacting wrong. And then we're like, someone's going to kill us. Be it at Disturbed or Mariah. I
3: I was uh, completely sober. So there was that. Um, Although I will say I had a big old gelato that was incredibly good. Mm. Incredibly good. Better than it had any business being. Wow. The group agreed.
1: Okay, banging gelato.
3: It was uh,
0: don't whoop that gelato. We,
3: (laughs) yes, uh, we went with uh, a group of friends that I know well, and one person that I know a bit less well. He and I got gelato, and we it was like a caramel apple cheesecake gelato. And he and I were both just like, I mean, I think we're forever bonded over the gelato. Mm. So it was really wonderful. It was a great time. Uh, She was gorgeous and fantastic and barely moved a muscle. <laughs> um and like I just I just really appreciated that. Uh so you know that was my Mariah experience.
1: I love it. Wow. I love that. How did you feel about the fact that it so you went in expecting no like pop songs. You expected a full Christmas concert. I expected a full Christmas. Set. A pageant. Okay. Yeah. So any that you got were like, oh this is an extra treat. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay, perfect. All right, so you see that show. Then you're like, I'm not done with shows. No. Another show. I'm just getting warmed up. More I'm shows. just
3: getting warmed up. So okay. then I went to see Getty Lee's book tour, uh, mm. which was a, an, an evening in conversation with Getty Lee with special guest interviewers. It was at the Fillmore in Detroit, which is a much smaller venue. I used to work there. Yeah. So that was, it was interesting to be back there thinking if I still worked here. I still mm. worked here. Maybe I could have met Getty Lee, but probably not. Mm. Um, it was great. His special guest interview was. Oh boy, why am I? Uh, the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chad. Chad Smith. Chad Smith. Yeah. So Chad Smith comes out. It was such an interesting dynamic. Like just two completely different energies. Like Chad Smith is like a fucking bro.
1: Mm. He's
3: like a party you can tell that he is like partied harder than anything huge bro
0: Mm.
3: and then getty lee is like
0: this intellectual soft-spoken
1: he's
3: just like yeah like a smart humble like just nerdy you know like i i mean seeing this was like it was just amazing. I was so happy. Mitch came with me. Everything that I would have hoped Getty Lee was, he was. It's just like, it's, he was talking about Neil Peart. I always say Neil Peart. I've been wrong. I think I knew that. But Chad Smith, like, asked him, like, oh, like, what is, like, your favorite thing about him? And he basically was saying, that, like, just how humble he was. And I was like, wow, like what a thing to pick out about this person who's like considered one of like the greatest drummers of all time. He's just always really humble. He was never above learning different styles or, you know, it was just like great. He talked a lot about how like, you know, he really kind of like fucked up his relationship and marriage early on and they had to make a decision about whether they were going to make it work or not because he was so like into the band. He was gone all the time and she was at home with their children and like she had like her career ambitions. She had to put things on hold and he didn't like respect that, you know, um, in the way that he felt he should have, which like, who knows what that looks like for him. But, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It was just like a really interesting thing. Chad Smith, not, not quite the interviewer. You might hope, but the dynamic was super funny. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. He told all these stories that I feel like he definitely shouldn't have told mostly about like Alex Lifeson getting like, super hammered with like him and Sammy Hagar and like <laughs> right, those sound like
1: stories you gotta tell.
3: Yeah, he's just like, oh man, like Alex could barely stand and you know, like I wasn't really drinking. I don't know if like he's like sober now or something, but I
1: mean they all tend to be now. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean or be. else you just <laughs> fucking die. Right. He's like him and
3: Sammy were just fucking trash. And... Tequila, you know? <laughs> That's what he was saying. He's like, you know Sammy's always got his tequila and like Getty Lee's face while he's telling the story is kind of like uh, And then, yeah, he was talking about how, like, they went up to, like, Sammy's hotel room, and the next morning, like, when they all got back together, one of the security guards was like, yeah, I went into Sammy's hotel room, and there was a pizza on the bed with, like, one bite nod out of it, Sammy was asleep, there was an adult film on the TV, and Alex Lifeson was crouched in the corner. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then they were like talking about how Alex had all these like intestinal problems. I'm just like, "Wow, I don't know. I don't know what stories we're supposed to be telling here. Um, But I will say that Chad Smith really came through when they did the audience Q&A because he just was like lightly roasting, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. just like some of the the nerdier type of stuff, Um, which was really funny to me. But. Uh, I thought it was really, it was a really cool, uh, it was a cool experience. I'm glad I got to go. Getty Lee, a, a true gem. Little David Bottrell talk. David Ooh, Bottrell. Uh, the is gone. Yeah, mm. the, he Getty Lee released two songs that he hadn't released from his solo record, but it was released, like, earlier this week, and David Bottrell, I think, um, like, mixed and mastered them. Oh. Apparently, they're great friends.
1: I love it. So. I mean, I've, I've. I've, I've heard nothing but good things about working a Bottrell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's... We've all gone to some shows. Well, Matt, you haven't. Theater no. of the Mind purely. Yep. But... Dream drink, Theater of the Mind. Please. We can announce here that in July of <laughs> yes. 2024... Breaking news. The, Breaking news. The, the Huge co- announcement. The coach will be in attendance... At Limp Biscuits Loserville 2024. We're going to be on the lawn, everybody.
3: Yeah, you can see us along with thousands of other fans who that's paid right. for lawn tickets. That's
1: <laughs> right. We looked at the cost of other tickets and we said, lawn it is. Except yeah.
0: for me. I am in the pit. Matt's going to be $400.
1: Actually, yeah. Matt, if you did the pre sale, the pit was only $150. Well, it was $250 yesterday. Yeah, at, that's at, yeah. Launch. At, at launch.
3: The pit was only $150. Yeah.
1: Oh, I sent you this information. I You've been having a busy week, I understand. I
3: didn't look at it. <laughs> Okay? I love it. Listen, love I'll be it. honest. I didn't look at it. Oh. I, at th- I was like, I think it's going to be a $25 all-in ticket. I don't want to pay for it.
0: And Lauren, you were like, just buy the fucking ticket. Yeah, well, I also didn't say, hey, get me one, guys. So <laughs> we all did great this wow. week.
3: Wow. All right. Listen, it's called Loserville. I think we're living the theme. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. Lessons learned. Right.
1: This lineup is nuts, by it's the way. Nuts. It's nuts. Let me, let, let me pull it up here.
3: So I don't know a lot of the people on this—I mean, I—I I do know some of them.
1: All right, so the one that everyone's talking about is that Corey Feldman, right, is the first opener with it.
3: Now, the last time Corey Feldman was in Michigan, we'll note that he was at the Token Lounge in Westland, Michigan, uh, aka the site of my ten-year high school reunion. That's right. Mm-hmm. So yes. I'm, I'm glad that for him that he's he's coming back to something a little better, although. I don't, I think he might be bad.
1: (laughs) So I, we've all watched some level of Corey Feldman live performance online, all tough, some hilarious, some not.
3: Oh, I meant like as a person. Oh. Performance wise, you know, I'm not even, (laughs) I don't, I don't care. Uh Oh. Uh, But just like as a human being, all that Corey's Angel stuff seems pretty like, uh. You don't know, Corey oh you? no, no, okay. I'm aware of it. I'm
1: just like, I'm like, I'm just trying to think. Like you're talking about <laughs> what's this. About what's it? bad about this man employing these women? I mean, they're putting food on their families. He's giving them clothes to wear. He's putting them he's on food
3: diets. Yeah,
1: he's yeah, he's yeah, and he's yeah, he's helping they, them out. They have a yeah. lot of gummies. Yeah, they, they, a lot they gummies.
3: wouldn't have any other way to get to Hollywood, so he's giving them the opportunity. Absolutely, he knows about them. it.
1: He knows about it. He was in license to drive and the Goonies. There is nothing
3: to be concerned about there. That sounds completely normal. Mm, absolutely. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no way there's going to be like a limited series about this. No, <laughs> really uh,
1: nice. so Corey Feldman is one of the openers. Mm-hmm. Also, an act called Bones with Eddie Baker
0: and Xavier Wolf that's straight ahead hip hop. I, I took a look at one of their festival sets this year, mm-hmm. very much hip hop act.
1: Okay, okay. Nate, yep, Nate No Face, Nate No
0: Face. This guy is bonkers. This is very much like a uh, not already watts, but like in that ilk of me laptop looper distortion, Mark Ribier, that type of thing, but like way more aggressive. Hmm. So it's all that meets Death Grips, and uh, it's. I'm interested
1: to see how it is received. I think it's going to be like I, I saw somebody say, like ah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of these openers. I'm like whoever is a big fan of the openers. I'm like, you're going for the Biscuit, baby. It could, biscuit true. could announce, we're going on tour. Our openers are Fart Noise and Fart Machine. Okay? Oh, and I I be, Fart Machine. And I'd be like, okay, that's fine. You go, you get some food, or you show up a little later, then you see Limp biscuit. I feel like the quality of these openers, not relevant. You know yeah, that's fair. That's that's how I feel.
3: What about the quality of the host and MC? The host and MC is one
1: riffraff. That's the neon right. Neon Icon 2012 back. I hate right. Wow.
3: I'm glad that he's like still alive.
1: Still alive. Yeah, okay. very much so. So him hosting. I mean, I guess that means that we're gonna be treated to some incredible, incredible banter in mm. between sets. They should
3: get Janelle from Teen Mom to come <laughs> MC their next to her. <laughs>
1: Wait, did she get, uh, well, no, she's probably too expensive now. Is it Bad Barbie? Get her. Oh, yeah. I think you know. she, yeah, I think she's probably, yeah, she's probably retired. But then, most importantly, Olympus gets going to be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can't wait. Yeah. Can't it's wait. Be interesting. I've been watching. I watched, if you go on YouTube, there is a pretty good quality video of their Tokyo set. And the boys crush. They crush. It's unbelievable.
0: They've got it locked down. We've, we received an email of someone who's seen them while they've been overseas. And they're like, opening with break stuff, closing with break stuff.
3: There we go.
1: Yeah. And it, yeah, we, we got, yeah, we got a message. And they said, yeah, basically, they, uh, they were bringing the heat. Like, you said the audience was hyped the whole show. They said the energy level never dipped. It was always intense. So I can't wait. Plus, let's not overlook this. Team Fries true 100 percent. we're gonna get team fried so if you are around road coach meetup 2024 say hello to us see the biscuit yeah on the lawn mm-hmm. that's what we're saying lawn on lawn, lawn not in them seats we're down with the people that's up right. with the people wherever yeah. yeah except
0: for my bougie ass who's gonna be in
1: the pit Matt'll be in the pit yeah. And, yeah and then um there's no fucking way I'm gonna be in the pit yeah I'll be with you on the lawn and then uh you know what I haven't checked this out before. But I want to check out the trash can situation here. <laughs> Especially, we're going to be getting there early to get a good spot. So I'll go to see those trash cans when they are fresh.
3: I mean, we did stand next to the trash
1: can. It disturbed. We did. We did. So mm-hmm. great location. Great location. Yeah. Listen, anytime you don't lose your spot if you're right next to it. That's okay? right. That thinking, thinking. A emo- You did really well, movie. Papa. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so a lot, lots to look forward to in 2024. You know that just brings us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Uh, a big thank you to Ashley for coming on to talk. Uh, a big thank you to Brian and Zach of Louisville Loves Emo 100%. for putting us on the list and getting us in. We had a great time, and uh, we hope to be back for the next one. Jenny, thanks for coming on. Yeah, to tell yeah, us all about that. And then I guess we'll we'll we see you next week. Um. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Ooh all right. Perfect okay uh, we'll see you next week then and uh yeah until next time oh did i say uh, we're, we're you on, said next week next week what am i even saying no let, way man let, let me do it all over Will again we'll see you again soon we'll see you again soon we'll see you again next week we're, either way say hello to us online facebook twitter instagram tiktok youtube roach coach and all those send us an email roach coach podcast at com. and until next time matt thank
0: you lauren thank you Jenny and, and Ashley. Ashley,
1: thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye.